When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Rendezvous. It's actually down at our rendezvous, which is the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Happy Hump Day! Pew pew, no pew pew. Pew pew. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. Hello. And you may be wondering why we started today's show off with a little Three's Company throwback. And it's all because we are searching for our very own theme song. You've been on the radio for 10 years. Why don't you have a theme song? Oh, we did. Hold up. Our boss stole it from our cold, not dead hands. Right, Colleen? Mm-hmm. Exactly. What had happened was we sat down in a very important meeting where we were told everybody's getting rid of their theme songs and we were like not a problem no big deal you didn't i mean fine sure and then she was like oh but Lori and julia are going to keep theirs because you know they're Lori and julia and they've been here forever so they get to have theirs and then well mm, jason and alexis are going to have theirs too no big deal and then we noticed that donna and steve had one and so now as it turns we're out, the only because- show that doesn't have a theme song why Be- exactly and so we're looking for one. So thank you for all your suggestions. Three's Company was among them. We'll continue to play some of those each and every day as we kick off the show until we find one that meets with our very, very discerning taste and high standards. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking of high standards and taste, I want to take a turn and talk about something that made headlines yesterday, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it in its entirety, or at least the aspect of it that really... Um, titillates my end of the spectrum, and I'm sure yours as well, Colleen and Holly. That is the Oscars. So I know the Oscars, you know, when they're announced, we're all kind of paying attention because it's a big story. But within that sort of like, you know, all those big headlines, who gets as meant, you know, the, the most nominations, there are like the tiny little tidbits of pop culture that we kind of run towards. And the little story that I clicked on about the Oscars had to do with the snubs. And I know we've had these conversations about snubs in the past, which I don't... What? I feel like there should just be a whole separate award show called The Snubs. Or The Snubbies. Where we give, yeah, yeah. where we give a, a literal snub. To the person who feels like they were snubbed. Well, if that's the case, we're going to give that award today to Lady Gaga, specifically. Because I don't feel like the snubs are a thing any more than the Oscars are a thing. But they are a thing, and so therefore snubs are a thing. I get it is what I'm saying. We live in time and space. But still, specifically Lady Gaga's uh, behavior yesterday, reaction to not being nominated for her role in House of Gucci deserved an award itself. So, you know, I guess probably the best way to do this 
is to, before we just get to a bigger discussion about snubs, um, would you like to hear how Lady yes. Gaga accepted the award for not being nominated for an award? Her snubby. Yes, this is her acceptance speech for her snubby, which we're going to give her. But oh, you know great. what I'm saying. Holly, yeah, yeah, yeah. can you roll that? The Academy, just take us right to the well, award show. Well, I need you to read your acceptance <gasps> oh, speech. Oh, you want me to actually do the Lady Gaga speech. Okay, here yes. we go. Now, this was posted on her Instagram. Uh, oof, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to read the first part because what she does is actually pretty admirable. She acknowledges and congratulates someone on the film that she worked who was nominated. But then, very specifically, she says the following. And to all the nominees who were, uh, or to all the nominees this year, congratulations on all your hard work, dedication, your nomination, and your magic. You all deserve major recognition for what was truly a beautiful landscape of performances and accomplishments this past year. Your dedication during COVID, your huge hearts. And your, where's that music coming from? Oh um, God! Seriously, somebody though? get the hook. Seriously, though, like I, you know, and, and that's like she's being very kind. That was very nice of her to congratulate everyone else who won an award. But you just got to feel with Lady Gaga, there was a tiny bit of performance in there. No. Um. There's. I don't know who Lady Gaga is without performance. So <laughs> in true. that it's sense, I feel like she was her truest self there. Mm. But also, was that an acceptance speech for being snubbed or what? I mean, like she. she I'm probably, rooting for you. I love you. Like she probably didn't think of it that way, but that's what it reads. Oh yeah, most certainly. Like like again, I totally get it. When I read this, I was like. You know, this is this is very nice of her and very kind. She didn't need to say any of these kind words. And she very specifically called out someone she's worked with for 15 years who got a nomination, uh, uh, a nomination for makeup and hairstyling, Frederick Aspiris, um, who was nominated for House of Gucci. And she talks, you know, in loving terms about him, which is great. But it's that turn at the end to the sort of generic everyone else where she's right. just laying it on so thick and all caps your like, mm-hmm. I was like, I might be reading a little bit of, like, should have been me. Should have right. been me. Well, and, I mean, listen, twirl through her, twirl through the comments and you will realize that she got exactly what she was asking for. Yeah. I mean, everybody's... Which is everybody blowing sunshine up her rear end. <laughs> like, you should have been nominated. And, I, I mean, I'm sorry. It's hard to not feel like that performance was all to get that reaction yeah it, it, it's in and uh, i like to poke fun at lady gaga for her overperformance because i just i identify my the high school theater nerd in me sees the high school theater nerd in her in that wanting to perform at all times like i remember that like you know i am now acting you got a role right and they're like you're gonna be really upset and then you're like ah, 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 and they're like okay maybe not all that upset maybe <laughs> dial Tone back the upset a little bit right right it's that just sort of like commitment to every thing she does in public that at once i want to acknowledge but also go girl i know that you're bummed you didn't get you didn't get nominated. And also, I just wanted to kind of have that discussion about snubbies and snubs in general, because 
it does seem like as an actor, you don't want to draw attention to that for yourself. Right. Well, it just looks like sour grapes. Like, there's no way to not make it look like you thought you deserved something and you put the time, energy, and effort behind lobbying for it. Because that's the other thing, is these people campaign for these awards. Yeah. Um, and I, I mean, I think we've been, I think we realize that a little more upfront than we probably did maybe like in the eighties, but this is, you know, she was gunning for, for this nomination. So to make a deal out of not getting that nomination doesn't, it just doesn't look as gracious as I think she thought she was trying to be. Yeah. Or at least, you know, the rest of us are like, we, we see you, honey. And it's fine. I get it. I totally understand the feelings and emotion. And it's not to say that she wasn't, or should have been recognized. Like I'm not making a judgment about that. In fact, though, it's not just us. So when I when I clicked on the original ET story, Entertainment Tonight, it's a real, it's a real good show. And actually, I lied. It's Entertainment Weekly. Um, but you know, whatever. Um, I'm sure Entertainment Tonight has a similar article. Yeah, exactly. Cut and paste. Where they talked about um, snubs. But here's what they say of the snub for Best Actress for Lady Gaga's House of Gucci performance. All that praying to Father, Son, and House of Gucci couldn't manifest an Oscar nomination for Lady Gaga. She campaigned like it was her job for her be- her second Best Actress nomination. Enlightening all of us about Stanislavski and Meyer Tech... My- Meisner technique through a series of contender interviews, including EW's The Awardist, about bringing Patrizia Reggiani to life. It garnered her nominations with critics associations, the BAFTAs, SAG Awards, but it was not enough to convince the Academy to recognize her extremely memeable performance. So, like, even they are just, like, calling it out. Like, she worked super hard to get the nomination, and Mm -hmm. you know, again, I don't fault her for that. She's an actress who wants to get what she wants she's a hustler she's going to go for the gold each and every time but like i i just feel like in 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 this particular case so you didn't get the nomination yeah big deal try it again well she got a bunch of other nominations and i'm sure she's working on other projects that could equally you know put her up to contention next year yeah this is a woman who wants an egot so bad she can taste it like Make no bones about it. That is well. What is she missing at this point? She she has an Emmy. She has a Grammy. Well, she's got an Oscar. Mm Hmm. She has an Oscar. Does she have a Tony? No, No. I don't think so. No, no. She's got a Tony Bennett. Okay. Okay. Well, that's probably no. No, that wasn't a stage show. Okay. Anyway. But yeah, I mean, she. This is a woman who she she wants to i i feel like that is her goal yeah and i want to honor that in her i want to celebrate that in her um and also have you did you even see house of gucci no no i didn't feel like i needed to honestly like i know that sounds like well um really you don't need to okay fine it's not that i wouldn't at some point i just haven't and it wasn't like number one on my list right priority holly have you seen it i have not seen it yeah. So, like, that's the other thing. Yeah. I, I like, I, I, I've seen enough of the trailers, like that one article said, that memeable performance. I've seen enough of the trailers to see, like, she put effort into that. Yeah. Hey, saw the report of the report. Yeah. Which is, saw the report of the report. And, that's, you know, other like, than my partner, that's where we all live when it comes to Oscars. He exactly. has seen every film. It's a long story. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it later. But when we come back, our good friend Elizabeth Reese joins us, and she's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk 1071. This.
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's our good friend Elizabeth Reese. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello, friends. Nice to be with you on this fine Wednesday. And also also with with you. you. Always wait for that line. I appreciate it so much. (laughs) Um, Okay, I got a little Kanye Kim update to fill you in on here. So let's get to that. Kanye West posting photos of his family and um, begging for his family to be back together. So here's what he said. God, please bring our family back together Mm. in all caps. That is how he captioned a collage of photos from his estranged wife, Kim Kardashian's Vogue photo shoot. I I feel like I want to Kanye, honey. I don't think that's I don't think that's going to happen the way you want it. I think the hard thing about Kanye is it's just uh, this, you know, he's talked about um, his health struggles and his mental health struggles. And it's like to me, this I'm not a doctor, guys. I'm not a psychiatrist, but doesn't it feel very manic like highs and lows, highs and lows? Well, it does seem to be. Yeah, I mean, I worry about his health. Let me just say that first and foremost. Mm-hmm. The media stories do seem to come like he's in one place one day and then a different place the next day. At least those are the news reports that we tend to get. Right. And if that's the way things really are, I would be concerned. And I just want to tell all the celebrities when stuff like this happens, if this is really like drama, maybe take it offline until you've gotten a solution and then tell us about how you overcame it after the Plus, fact. Every divorce attorney will tell you don't post anything online. Like don't post mm-hmm. anything when you're in the midst of a divorce about your um, ex and your kids and all of that because it becomes it can become evidence in all sorts of things. Kim Kardashian told um, Vogue in her March cover story interview, she said, "You can be so hurt or angry at your ex, but I think in front of the kids, it's all it always has to be your dad's the best. Make sure you are your co-parent's biggest cheerleader, no matter what you're personally going through." I have a little bit of a hard time with that because I do feel like kids should be able to process like their frustrations or them feeling like things are tough. I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, I, uh, listen, I see the I, benefit of not like bashing your ex, but I also don't know if it needs to be that you just like paint this perfect picture of like, they're so amazing. It's so great. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. Uh, just none of none of it is ideal. Let's just say that. Like none of the way any of this is happening for them is ideal. No. Yeah. Again, I think there's like a right answer for them in the moment as people, but we don't need to be a part of that process. Yeah, so. it's really tough. <laughs> the for... fact that I have an opinion about it means they're probably not handling things the healthiest way. Yikesies. I think you're right. Um, okay, let's talk about... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, This A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Out Serena Williams. She is uh, talking about her evolution in life, saying she has prepared for retirement for over a decade. She does want more kids, and she says balance is key. So there's been a lot of speculation that she is going to be ending her incredible tennis career soon. I mean, she's 40. She's a powerhouse. She's Mm. a 23-time Grand Slam champion. I love her. And she's been talking about retirement. She said, I'm prepared for that day. I've been prepared for that day for over a decade. Um, she said, so I've always, if you've seen King Richard, you know that my dad always said, you've got to prepare. So I've been prepared for that. You know, at the end of the day, I think it's a really important to always have a plan. And that's kind of what I did. I always had a plan. And of course, King Richard is about her dad and how, um, he was so instrumental in his daughter's tennis success. And it is now nominated for best picture in the Oscars. I got to see that movie. It's I been on my list. Too. If I, I could say anything to her, um, which I can't because I don't know her, mm. but if I could, I would say to her, let, maybe the concept of balance is something we should have a conversation about because it's a myth. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, I was going to say, start good there. luck trying to achieve that because right. especially in that world, I mean, mm-hmm. just like when I, when you're a phenomenon, I don't understand how, like, I, I just feel like she has skills I can't even begin to fathom when it comes to mm-hmm. moving through time and space. So. It's a tricky situation, <laughs> though, for her. I mean, to be really realistic about, okay, so she's 40 years old. She has a four-year-old. She would like to have more kids. And she's got a clock ticking on the end of her fertile years. I mean, that's just the truth. And mm-hmm. she's also got a clock ticking on the end of her pro athlete years. I mean, that's a tough spot to be in. And oh, yeah. I think all, I mean, it's what's certainly relatable on such a you know lower level is I think all women who decide that they want to have children are weighing, you know, when is the right time and try and, and kind of taking the risk of, Okay, if I wait because I want to do these things, I mean, it's something I thought about a ton. I'm sure you right. did, Colleen. Yeah, you think about yeah, timing and, and how, how it you... impacts your career, right? Or yes, or how your career impacts your parenting, or all of that. I know. Just, which is why I just want to say to her, I know, balance is not a thing. No, it's not a thing. Remember that your twins gave me my career here at my talk one hundred and seven. I will wow. say <laughs> that is. You know, I will 12 say years ago. <laughs> I will say I imagine that um, for someone in a uh, position of means, and that can mean different things to different people, but the more means one has, probably the more uh, close to balance for oneself one can achieve. Does that make sense? Like, I think the more resources you have to deal with the competing um, pressures is probably helpful. It's not to say that it takes away those pressures at all or makes them feel any easier. Yeah. But I would imagine that some people feel that pressure even more so when they don't have, you know, resources or institutions. Oh gosh, if she ditches ditching tennis, she's gonna have all the balance. She's gonna Mm -hmm. like just be able to do what she wants to do when she wants to do it. Right. I mean, there is a luxury to balance. Oh, yeah. It is not a reality for yeah. for many, oh, but gosh, it is a luxury. And if you can feel like you have, you're balanced maybe like one day a week, 
Well, I, mean, not, I, I don't take, think I'm there. I would start with 10 minutes. I would be like, if I could get 10 minutes where I'm like, yeah, no, week. that I feel like I'm on it. <laughs> um, listen, guys, Brooke Shields is a hot freaking tamale. Oh. Holy moly. She is wearing jeans and posing topless for Jordash. And she said, this is my 56-year-old body. There is something about owning your sexuality at this age that is on point for where we are Today, she looks like a million bucks. This is more than 40 years after her iconic Calvin Klein ads. And she is modeling for Jordash's spring 2022 campaign. I mean, are Jordash jeans coming back? What's going to happen here? They look great. They look great on her. They look absolutely great on her. And she says, "Um, I appreciate it more now talking about this campaign. It's such an honor to be my age and be represented. I feel the magnitude of it more. And there's a knowledge that comes with age. That it feels less like a job and more of a privilege. There you go. She is so stinking beautiful. Yes, she is. I mean that in all ways. All the ways. She's a 10. Thank you for ending on a positive, Elizabeth. (laughs) I did my best today. And have a wonderful day. We'll see you again tomorrow. Elizabeth Reese, of course, you can hear every day on Twin Cities Live or see her and hear her. When we come back, Holly's got blind items. Juicy bits of gossip just for you. Right here on My Talk 107. Oh, Adele, we're not going to go easy on you, but we are going to give you some love in the third hour. So stay tuned to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. Thank you for joining us. I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Lindstrom. That's me. And Holly Roberts has all them juicy bits of gossip with the names left out. She calls them blind items, and we're going to solve them right here. Blinded by the item. Oh, celebrity gossip mysteries to solve. Let's start with this one. The cleaning product actor now has a certain tabloid on his side showing how much he has grown and how even his ex loves him. That's Army Hammer. So Army Hammers, but who's the tabloid? Would I assume it's like the New York Post or something? Uh, No, it's, well, it's a magazine. I don't know necessarily if it would classify itself as a tabloid. People? So did they do like a rehab piece? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. So I just saw the one that's all about how they're working it out. And yeah, ish. (laughs) Yes, that one. So Army Hammer now has People Magazine on his side showing how much he has grown and how even his ex loves him. Yes, just in time for Army Hammer to return to the big screen in the movie Death on the Nile comes an exclusive story about Elizabeth Chambers and Army Hammer working on their relationship. Oh my God, I love this because it's like another source tells people Elizabeth has always loved him. He's really the love of her life. That came out of the words of Army Hammer's PR people and I would really love for Elizabeth Chambers to drop some shade on Insties or somewhere else because you just know she does not agree mm-hmm. with that statement. Right. She's like, I did not, I did not, no. <laughs> I did not sign off on that. Blinded by the item. Here is it. Let's solve this one, though. Let's do the celebrity gossip mystery, shall we? Yeah. This A-list everything in her mind actress and singer and the A-list mostly movie actor from an acting family don't get along at all. The Mm. filming was awful, and he thinks their movie is awful, and he doesn't want to be out promoting it with her. So is that J-Lo? Jennifer Lopez. But who's the guy in the movie? I don't know. Yeah, it's oh shoot! It'll come. It'll. Uh, is it one of the Wilson brothers? Owen Wilson. Mm. Now, see, Colleen, you don't remember because Owen Wilson isn't doing any press for the movie, right? Because I haven't seen him. <laughs> so Ooh. Jennifer Lopez 
and Owen Wilson did not get along at all. They don't get along at all. In fact, the filming of the movie Marry Me was awful, and Owen Wilson thinks their movie stinks, and he doesn't want to be out promoting it with her. Now, looking at the press tour for this movie, it's not focused on Owen Wilson at all. Oh, gosh. So no. He obviously has removed himself from the conversation. Did our good friend Paul McGuire Grimes interview them for this movie yet? That's a great question. Because I wonder if he was notably absent from the whatever junket they're doing. Sure. Because I would imagine he had the I'm opportunity. Look, I'm looking that up. Ooh. Hit the googs. Uh, I'm hitting up the googs. Yeah. Hold, please. I just want to uh, check his YouTube channel. My computer's taking a long time to load. So just give me a the, moment. Uh, in the meantime, the there is a People article from a couple days ago. Owen Wilson says, it was fun recently rooming with his brother Luke, despite a lot of arguing. Yeah, so see the Owen Wilson press getting you, <laughs> so, putting him in headlines, so shady. but not yeah, in the way shady. yeah, not in the way that this movie is calling for. And notice how this movie is called "Marry Me," and the centering of Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck in this oh yeah press narrative when Ben Affleck has nothing to do with anything yeah, in this movie. But nobody cares because that's why you have a publicationship, Holly. I know, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, they did not get interviewed by our friend Paul McGuire. Oh, all right. When does it actually do? I, I'm asking questions the, to the air. Isn't it like the 12th or 13th? It's like this Friday. So yeah, maybe it's, it's just it's, in time for Valentine's. So maybe he's doing an interview this week. Even Could I don't know. Be. We'll have to double double check. Yeah, or it could be one of those movies that's such a stinker. That they're not doing... Yeah, you're absolutely right. That they're not releasing... If Owen Wilson critics. doesn't want to do press, why they're not going to just shove one person out there like, hey, where's your mm-hmm. co-star? Yeah. And Jennifer Lopez, you know, she's doubling down. She even wore a wedding dress <clears throat> on the red carpet premiere of Marry Me the other night. Oh, oh my gosh. I bet she looked with, amazing. Of course. Um, yes. With Ben Affleck on her arm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's got the just for men thing going on. Yes. Uh, Here is another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. Please solve the following. Oh, I have a quick, quickly, I have an answer. Please. They did not do press junket interviews, but rather a, quote, press conference where they were paired separately. I did not attend. Movie opens Friday in theaters and on Peacock. Thank you, Paul. Thanks, Paul. A, quote, press conference. That's Mm -hmm. interesting. That's Minnesota interesting. Mm-hmm. Carry okay. on, Holly. Here's our next celebrity gossip mystery. This AA minus list singer slash sometimes actress had a party planned for her closest 100 friends to celebrate. Everyone thought she was a lock for a nomination. <laughs> oh, good God. Lady Gaga. Ra, ra, no Oscar. Yeah, so Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga had a party planned for her closest 100 friends to celebrate. Everyone thought she was a lock for a nomination. Yeah. Okay, sure. I mean, I'm Mostly sure they did her. because, like, I mean, even I was reading an article about how um, her fans in countries where, like, she herself is, like, banned, even they were, like, ticked off that she didn't get nominated. I was like, she has, like, the most committed army of fans. Yeah, but instead it turned out to be like that scene in Mommy Dearest where Joan Crawford was all ready to get her Oscar, and then, oops! And then she was sick. And then she was sick. Um, she, Yeah, didn't she, like, oh, what's the scene? Like, she opens the door. Well, because, she, again, she thought she was going to get an Oscar and stayed home so that she would 
like they would cut to her or something. Yes. I don't remember the exact play, but it was like next level. Yes, it was totally next level. I believe that the story went, oh gosh, I don't want to get it wrong, but it was in the 50s and that it was Judy Garland yep. and Joan Crawford and they were expecting to win an Oscar, but in fact, oops, spoiler alert, it was Grace Kelly. Mm. Mm. Thank you for sharing that, Holly. Blinded by the item. She's got an Oscar. Don't worry about yeah, she's it. Fine. She's, she's fine. She's fine. Solve this celebrity gossip mystery. This former religious leader wants to get back to his grifting, so threw his wife under the bus and let her take the blame for his actions. Sounds about right. So she's to blame for all the students you partied with and slept with, too? Is that Jerry Falwell, Falwell Jr.? I almost said Carl Lentz, because that's, you know, there's so many to choose from. But Ugh. when you said partying with students, Jerry Falwell Jr. Yeah. Yeah, and that's concerning, that Vanity Fair article that we talked about on the show. So, yeah, Jerry Falwell Jr. wants to get back to grifting. So he threw his wife, Becky Falwell, under the bus and let her take the blame for his actions. And two lawyers says, sounds about right. You know, is Becky Falwell to blame for all the students you partied and slept with to Jerry Falwell Jr.? You know, and this was clear from the beginning, right? Like, you'll remember that she was very vocal in coming out and saying, oh, no, he didn't have any part of this. Like, the only thing people were concerned from their end pushing this storyline about him. It's a long story if you missed it, but essentially he enjoyed allegedly watching his wife have sex with a pool boy, right? Okay. But from the get-go, everybody on Team Falwell was saying, oh, no, 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 he didn't know about this. She cheated on him. And even she was very vocal in that. And then, so my point is, we've seen that from the very beginning all the way through now. What has it been? Like two years, over a year since this happened? Mm-hmm. Where they're continuing... What is time? Yeah, continuing to stick to the same storyline, which is just so sad because, like, she's a grown-ass woman. She doesn't need to take the fall for her husband. I mean, she might have her own issues to deal with, certainly. But, you know. But we do know if she's going to take the fall, she's going to take the fall well. hey You got another one in there, Holly? Okay. Well, uh, it's not necessarily a quickie, but let's see if you guys can solve this. This is a little throwback gossip. Okay. Only touched on briefly in the obituaries of the recently deceased Emmy-nominated mostly TV actor who was in several successful shows was his brief relationship many decades ago with a deceased iconic singer. It didn't last as her drug use scared him. He was into soft drugs. She was into harder stuff. Mm. The only part I'm keying in on here is perhaps the female side of things. Was it Judy Garland? No. Is it that era, or is it more recent? It's more recent in that recent was maybe 50 years ago. Was it like a 60s okay. kind of thing? Yeah, it was a 60s like kind a of Janus? thing. Yeah, like a Janice? Yeah, it was Janus a Janice Yeah, it was okay. a Janis joplin thing. So who was the dude that just died? Um, I know you guys watched one of his shows in the 80s. Mm. I bet we did. He watched one of his shows in the 80s. This guy, I know that, uh, like, I know that, that there's somebody who, <laughs> an old actor who just died, because remember at the beginning of the year, we were losing a Everybody lot of really died. amazingly talented people. Mm-hmm. Um, shoot. Give us a hint, Halls. Um, Another hint, I should say. 
Well, the show that he starred in was recently rebooted over on Netflix, I oh. believe. No. Who? Not Bob Saget. No, not Bob Saget. Oh, <laughs> Janis Joplin? What? He was, How? He was five. I'm, trust me, I was having a hard time with the timeline. That's why I said no. He was actually a time traveler. No, uh, mm. this person uh, starred in a sitcom that was based on a radio station, and then he was oh, a teacher. Oh, nice, nice, nice. yeah, yeah. I mean, what's his name? Not Les Nessman. Les Les Lex Luther. No, his actual name. I know. I can't remember his real name. Les Nessman. Head of the class. He was head of the class. Howard Hessman. Howard Hessman. That's his name. Howard Hessman played Les Nessman. Is that right? I don't know. Wasn't that his WKRP name? Yeah, I think you're right. Dr. Johnny Fever? Well, who was Les? Oh, no, Les now. Na- okay, so this is this is how you can tell WKRP was the generation before me. Les Nessman was like oh. the, the, the... The newsy guy, the glasses Yeah, guy. with the guy. Howard Hessman, of course, the actual actor. Thank yeah. you. We figured it out. We <laughs> got there, Holly. We got there. I'm so proud of you both. Now, oh. filling in the blank here, apparently Howard Hessman had a brief relationship with Janis Joplin, but he walked away from that because she was into hard drugs and he was not. So he said no. Bye. Fascinating. So he walked away from that. Mm-hmm. And we all know how that story ended. Yeah. Tragically. Yeah. Holly, thank you so much for those juicy blind items. And when we come back, more gossip. Actually, this isn't gossip. This is news that was reported yesterday. And Colleen has all the latest on what we know about Wendy Williams and the future of her eponymous talk show. We'll tell you what that is when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Holly. Always love a weather update, especially when there's warm weather in our life. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. As we round out the first hour, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Colleen Leonstrom. Hello. And Colleen has an update for us on the future of Wendy Williams' talk show. Colleen, what do we know? Well, at least the near future of Wendy Williams' talk show, and that is that uh, she will not be returning this season. This is not something that comes as a surprise to us, of course. On the Colleen and Bradley show, because, you know, we've been sort of speculating this for for some time. But the the official announcement is uh, and this comes from Variety. So we know that this is not just backstage gossip being, you know, leaked to mm-hmm. yeah, some two bit tabloid. Crew, yeah. yeah. Uh, that the Wendy uh, that Wendy Williams will not be returning for the remainder of this season and that Sherry Shepard has been named the permanent fill in host. Meaning, I think that they have, I think they still have some dates where other people had planned to fill in. Mm-hmm. But once that has like Michael Rappaport passed, yeah. yeah. Once that has passed, it's Sherry Shepard's uh, spot. Now, um, this, people are being tight lipped as to whether this is a permanent, a permanent thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the writing is kind of on the wall, but you know, when I've been reading these, um, the different reports about Wendy Williams, I started to get the feeling that really, I think what they're, I think what they're trying to do is get all the ducks in the row for what, how this is going to like transition. Mm -hmm. And I honestly think they're trying to be very respectful of Wendy in this because she really created that show. Well, yeah, I mean, it's called Um, the Wendy Williams show. 
<laughs> yeah, and the essence sense. of what it is is fully reflective of who she is. And so, you know, I wonder if some of the reason why we're all like, girl, come on, like people make a decision, like move on. But behind the scenes, I'm sure they're trying to be as respectful as possible to the legacy that she created um, and make sure that they've got everything in, in line. Because according to Variety, again... The production company behind the Wendy Williams show, Debmar Mercy, is also in talks with Sherry Shepard to do for her to host her own show, which they're not saying will be a replacement for the Wendy Williams show, but we can probably guess. Oh, right? for sure. I would imagine that this is just, an, you know, I mean, they're not going to take Wendy Williams name off and put up Sherry Shepard's on the same syndication deal that Wendy Williams has. I'm assuming this is all part of you know, the show's current season is a contract, and that contract is going to end at some point. And I imagine they're just trying to, you know, save face until the next contract. And then at some point, they'll say, okay, we're not doing Wendy Williams, but we've got this other product called the Sherry Shepard Show, or whatever it's called, and she'll take over. Or Wendy Williams comes back. I mean, I don't know. It's very possible that she just needs more time and isn't ready to commit to showing back up or she never will i mean she hasn't been on for a while so it would be safe to assume she might not be coming back but also who knows right stranger things have happened i mean even in the writing of the article uh, the source tells variety um of the next season meaning you know they'll they'll finish out this season with sherry shepherd as the fill-in host Mm -hmm. but they say uh if williams does not return next season Uh, A show starring Sherry Shepard would be a sensible option to fill in the slot. However, they haven't, they'll deal with next season when next season comes. Yeah, which makes total sense because you've got advertisers, you've got Mm -hmm. relationships, you've got a contract, you've got, you know, personalities, you've got, you know, legal um, obligations. Like it it, it all makes sense that they're just not, I mean, you know, we kind of know how some of this stuff works behind the scenes like they're just not ready to say the thing out loud but i guarantee Mm -hmm. you inside uh the production meetings and the boardroom meetings of debmar uh what is it debmar mercury Mercury. debmar mercury um that they have a plan because any prudent (laughs) uh enterprise would so i'm i'm assuming they've got a plan they just aren't ready to communicate the plan because why would you want to give basically however many months are left in the season as an opportunity for people to be upset about Wendy not coming back. Right. And give advertisers the opportunity to pull their money, yeah. you know, yeah, because which Sherry they Shepherd, probably already are. Yeah. But, but I'm sure they have obligations through a certain period. Um, and, you know, they're waiting to see how Sherry Shepard does. And this is an opportunity for Sherry Shepard to like show what she's capable of doing. And that hopefully reassures those advertisers so that if, and when, they're ready to make the switch, you know, um, like that all the ducks right. are in a row. Yeah. Right. Um, the Variety uh, article that I'm citing also went to great pains to point out that the show that's being developed would be fully Sherry Shepard's own show, not a replacement yeah. for Wendy Williams. Which makes um, sense. And so, yeah, so they're working on that deal, which means, which is great because Sherry Shepard is great. And, you know, by all accounts, she has had... Um, or, I mean, obviously, she's being rewarded for a really good run filling in on that show. 
Um, and, you know, she's done it before. She she can do it. Absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's the news. That's the latest. And we'll keep you abreast if anything changes. When we come back, what do you cook wrong on purpose? Like, what are you like? I don't do things that way. I do it this way. 651-641-1071. We're talking food. You cook wrong, but on purpose on My Talk 1071.